One, two, three, four, testing. What is happening, people? And welcome to episode number five of the Storytime with Mo podcast with your host, Mo Samuels. I'm super pumped to be here today. I'm super pumped to be doing this. I'm keen. I'm excited to talk about the topics that I'm talking about today. And it is on a complete whim. So last night, very, very late at night, I got an Instagram message and it was one of you guys. And you basically said, Mo, can you talk about confidence? How have you gained confidence? How have you become more of a confident person? How have you gone from being very inconfident, very insecure, worrying about people's judgment, really caring about it to where you are now? And I was like, you know what? That is a banging podcast topic. I'm going to do it today and do it on a whim. I find that if you don't overplan things, quite often if I have an idea of something that I want to do in my head, if I'm passionate about it and I can speak from experience, these podcasts come straight from my heart and they often turn out the best. So today we're going to talk about confidence. Big shout out to everyone that's been DMing me as well. I've got loads of messages about podcast topics. Over the last week, I've been compiling things, compiling lists of stuff that I can talk about that you guys want to hear just so I can help as many people out as possible and talk about some cool and exciting topics. On that note as well, we're going to get some guests on soon. So this podcast is going to slowly evolve, you know. it's very I feel it's very preachy, which I do like. I do like talking about things, talking about my experiences and things that I've learned. But I might pull it back a little bit and make it a bit more casual in the sense that we're going to get some guests on. We're going to get people on that are inspiring, motivating mates, big influencers, people that are in, in the limelight, low-key celebrities, whatever you want to call them, and talk about their life experiences, things that they've learned, things that they've had occur, go along the way and basically share their value with you. I want to get some female influencers on as well, get some chicks on, because I feel that it's a very male-dominated space in the sense that all these guys, like all the all the main the main people that you're hearing in terms of being motivational public speakers and all these cool these all these cool stories majority of them are men which is cool which is cool as fuck i like men i love men in a non-homoerotic way but i feel like there's a bit of a gap in terms of girls especially in the crossover between men and women there's a bit of a gap in between men and women and women doing that same thing and being motivating and uplifting and speaking about their past experiences so i'm gonna get some girls in here as well talk about what they've done talk about their lives talk about how they've overcome things obstacles insecurities adversity and talking about how they are smashing it in life and business so that'd be cool as well any suggestions drop me a message i've got a few people lined up who we're going to get on here as soon as quarantine's over or if quarantine's a little bit longer then we're gonna we can do it online but we have some exciting stuff in the pipeline so Today, what I'm going to talk about is gaining confidence. How can you go from being very, very shy, very not confident to being a more confident, outgoing person? Confidence is key. Confidence is everything. The way your social interactions will be determined by how confident you are, how sure of yourself, your impact, your influence. If you want to persuade someone to do something, if you want to get a point across, it is all based on confidence. It is so fucking important. Unless you're living in a cave and don't interact with anyone, that's the only time it's not going to matter because everyday social interactions depend on how confident you are, how sure you are of yourself, how disagreeable you are in a sense. Agreeableness and disagreeableness, being very agreeable is associated with things like low testosterone. It's a, it's not a very, it's not a very attractive trait either. And that all comes down to being confident or not confident in yourself. So confidence is everything. And the good news is, is that you can gain it. Very, very few people are are born having this inherent high levels of confidence. It doesn't happen, but we use that as an excuse as to why these people are, why there's big leaders, why there's people absolutely smashing it in life and in business. We use this excuse that, oh, they must have been born with it. Oh, they must have been born this confident, outgoing person. I'm not like that. I've been best blessed like that. The majority of people, 99% of these people are not born confident. It does not happen. 
it is not natural. We have evolved to be, to care about the opinions of others, to be these creatures that do worry and do, do doubt themselves. We have evolved to be like that. So naturally we are not confident. It doesn't come to us. But the good news is, is that it means it is a trait that you can learn. Anyone can acquire it. Anyone can learn it. Is it going to be quick? No. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it going to be worth it? Absolutely. Yes. So gaining confidence, overcoming fear slash insecurity, um, overcoming these feelings of judgment and worrying about what other people think. How do I do it? And how can I learn it? I'll give you my personal story. I was not a very confident person. I was very, very in confident. I had a lot of insecurities. I was very worried about the opinions of others. I wanted to be liked. I didn't want to be judged. And I was not very happy at school. I I probably suffered from social anxiety to some extent. I couldn't, couldn't answer questions in class. I didn't like it. Although I was a bit of a class clown and acted up, like I probably did it because I was... I don't know, some underlying issue or I was or I was very not secure in myself. So I used it as like a mask being this class clown. I wasn't great talking to people. I wasn't great talking to girls. I get embarrassed very easily. I go bright red very easily. And that I think it all stemmed from one, it stemmed from being young. The older you get, the more you realize that people don't give a fuck and you shouldn't give a fuck. Number two was I had this issue. I have this issue with my leg. As a lot of you guys know, I've lymphedema in my leg, which basically means I have swelling in my leg. Um, I have uh, suppressed immune system in my leg and a plethora of other issues. But ultimately, it means I have to wear what looks like a suspender on one leg. Imagine a woman's suspender. That's what I basically wear on one leg every single day. And I used to hate it. I used to be so insecure about it. It used to really, really detrimentally affect my confidence, affect who I was as a person. And it really, really used to bother me in school. Like when we in PE, but when people were getting changed to go to the gym, I would go to a disabled changing rooms or disabled toilets, lock myself in there and get changed when no one could see this thing on my leg. And looking back on it, it's so stupid. It was literally just a below knee to toe leg support. So just like a bit of lycra on your leg. And now I wear like a suspender like to my thigh, to my toe. But at the time, it seemed like the end of the world. At the time, it seemed like a massive deal. Like this thing was horrendous. This thing was horrible. People were going to laugh at me. People weren't going to like me. People were going to take the piss out of me because I was so different. And I've come to realize that everyone has these insecurities. In your head, it seems like something that's massive, but in reality, it is small. It's a very self-centered notion to think that people give a shit about you, to think that people care about your appearance in the sense that if you have something you you can't change or there's something you're insecure about, people do not fucking care. They care about themselves. They're too busy worrying about their own insecurities, about their own world to give a shit about yours. Sure, someone might make a joke or might make like a nasty comment, but within two minutes, it's gonna be gone. And if someone's actually taking the piss out of you, it's a reflection of themselves and they're probably not a very nice person and who gives a shit about their opinion anyway, but more than likely it's not going to happen. Let's take, for example, you're, you're going down the street and you see someone in a, who's severely disabled in a wheelchair. You're going to look at them. You're going to glance at them. You're going to look at them. And that's because our brains have evolved to pick up on anomalies, pick up on things that we don't pick up on things that we don't, that look out of the ordinary, that aren't normal. Go back thousands of years ago when we were living in herds, herd creatures, whatever we were, my evolutionary biology isn't great. And uh, we would, we, we would spend this, we would, if there was a rustling in the bushes, it could be something that was coming to kill us. So we would, we developed this a particular activation system. We developed this way of thinking. We developed this, this 
thought process, we develop this brain structure where we we look at or we acknowledge, we, we elicit a response to things that are out of the ordinary. And the same thing happens if we see something that is slightly out of the ordinary. So for example, if I'm walking down the street in a black leg support, people are probably going to look at me, people are probably going to glance at my leg. But it isn't because they have this judgment of me, it isn't because they're like taking the piss or anything like that, it's purely because they have been evolutionary hardwired to glance and look and they're probably curious. Same thing goes to you, you've got to think about it from other people's perspectives put yourself in their situation and if you have this insecurity or something that's like really physically obvious and people are you feel like people are looking at it they're probably just curious and wonder what it is and that is and that is literally it the other thing as well in terms of insecurities i'll get into gaining confidence in a minute let me have a drink the other thing as well when it comes to when it comes to insecurities is that quite often when we feel judged, when we're worried about the opinions opinions of others, it is self-inflicted. We cause it ourselves with this law of, law of attraction. We create our own energy. The energy that you you generate is the energy that you will get back in return. Your internal self is a reflection of your external self. Your external self, other way around, is a reflection of your internal self. So if we're walking down the street, if we're worried about people judging us, if we're thinking, let's say we've got like a really bad hair day or something, our hair looks like shit, walking down the street and we're like, oh, people are going to be thinking, what the fuck's up with that guy's hair? Why, is it, why does it look, does he just crawl out of bed or something? You're going to be worried about getting judged. You're going to be thinking people are going to be like looking at you, like taking the piss out of you. And you might, whatever the insecurity is, or it might be bad teeth. Let's say you have, you have like really gappy teeth like I did, or you smashed out a front tooth. You could be walking down the street, like really worried and insecure about it. Why Why do you feel that way? You've got to break down the feeling. You've got to look into yourself and be like, why is that happening? Why am I worried or why am I insecure about it? You should never take things as they are. You should never just accept things. You should always ask questions, always break things down and really take the time and effort to learn into why do I feel this way about it? So walking down the street and you notice someone with really, really gappy teeth and you have like gappy teeth gappy teeth yourself or what you perceive as bad teeth you hate yourself for having gappy teeth you're not happy about it you you're dis you dislike it you want to change it and you ultimately have this like internal hatred for this feature that is your insecurity that you have made into an insecurity so as a result your reticular activation system is going to be looking for similar things and when you spot a similar thing to the thing that you don't like for example gappy teeth you see someone else with gappy teeth when you spot it you're going to be like you're going to judge you're going to judge them and you're going to be judged mental of that person whether you know it or not whether you accept it whether it's internally or whether you're whether whether you, you're consciously thinking about it you're going to judge that person because you're judging yourself for the same thing and then in return you're going to feel like people are judging you because you are judging them so it all comes down to this ultimate judgment of yourself you judging yourself you judging other people it puts you in this mindset it puts you in this position where you think that they are judging you and in reality they could not give any less of a shit. Like it doesn't even matter to them whatever this insecurity or thing is that you are judging yourself about or you're concerned about. So the judgment of others, worrying about the judgment of, of others, being scared of the judgment of others and really caring about what other people think, it ultimately comes down to you being judgmental of other people. And I can't say that I don't judge anyone, that I don't give a shit about the judgment of others. Sure, I play a DJ set in front, in front of a couple of hundred people, a couple of thousand people, I'm going to be shitting myself. I will be scared. And that's probably because I would be judgmental in the crowd of if the DJ was really, really shit. But you've got to realize that it comes down to yourself. And the, the the sooner you can look into yourself and realize that you you are the root cause of the problem and that's you judging other people and that you need to just let these feelings go and realize that people are too involved in their own world to care about you on the long term or worry about what you think, the better or worry about 
worry about what what your insecurities might be, the better your life is going to be and the the less you're going to give a shit about what these people think. So let's get into the real groundwork, okay? Let's get into the real hard work in terms of what can I actually do to gain confidence? What can I do to be more outgoing? So I told you a story about how I was in school, really inconfident, couldn't really speak to people. Um, I, obviously, I did speak to people, but it wasn't very... If I had to do a presentation, that was the worst thing ever. If I had to, I'd get very bad stage fright. I'd be scared. I'd be worried about putting my hand up and asking questions in class. I'll be shit at talking to girls. How did I get from that to where I am now? Someone that wants to be a public speaker, wants to do more public speaking, is currently doing a podcast on his on his own in his room, talking to thousands of people right now. How did I get from A to B? One simple thing. I'm going to write this down just to keep some kind of structure to this podcast. So I'm freestyling it. One simple thing. And that is fear. That is facing fear, approaching fear head on, and using fear as a tool. Like you have so many tools at your disposal. That is the thing. You have so many tools at your disposal. And it's all about this this uh, glass half empty, glass half full mentality. How do you choose to use the tools that you have at your disposal? And the vast majority of people, the vast majority of humans choose to shy away from fear. Fear makes us feel scared. It makes us feel uncomfortable. It makes us feel we, we think super fit or in, in the moment, it makes us feel not very happy because our mind, our mind makes us worry about what ifs. And when we project this false sense of being scared of this false sense of fear about doing something that we think might make us feel scared, which doesn't make any fucking sense if you actually break it down and think about it. So gaining confidence, becoming more outgoing, becoming more charismatic, becoming more of a person that doesn't give a fuck. The one thing the most important thing to do is to get scared. Step outside of your comfort zone and fucking deal with it. If it was easy, everyone would do it. Everyone would be super confident. Everyone would be super outgoing. But instead, it is reserved for a select few people. You see these people public speaking. You see these people doing TV. You hear these people recording podcasts like myself. And you think, oh, they must have just been born with it. Nope, we are not born with it. That has been learned. It has been acquired. And the only thing it takes is a is a passion for getting better at it, a willingness to be scared and not thinking about the bigger picture and being, what's the word? Courageous. Courageous in the sense that you've got to approach the fear head on and fucking attack it. So you put yourself in, you put yourselves in these situations that make you scared. Go back to me of the leg. The example of the leg, the leg support. How did I get over that? I it used to get so bad that when I was about 17, 17 years old, 16, 17, 18 years old, when I had girls around, when I had a girlfriend, I would not let her see it. If I slept, if we slept together, if we had sex, I would like make sure it was in the dark. I would take the leg support off first. I'll go into the bathroom to take it off. I'll go into the bathroom to get changed so she didn't have to see it. And that's how bad these fucking insecurities were. So it isn't just like a walk in the park for me. It was, it was rough. It was shit. And I was really, really self-conscious about it. How did I get over it? And the first step to getting over it is stepping outside of your comfort zone and getting scared. Take your insecurity, whatever it is, look at it and put yourself in the situation. You can ease yourself into it. Put yourself in the situation that pushes you outside your comfort zone. You, you have a choice. You can be one of two people. You can be the person that runs away from fear. You can be a person that's scared, that doesn't want to doesn't want to approach this fear head on. Or you can be the person that admits, yes, it's going to be difficult. Yes, I might fail. Yes, it's going to be horrible and scary. But the reward is going to be the reward is ultimately going to worth, be worth it. And I'm willing to get scared. I'm willing to get uncomfortable. I'm willing to take the fucking leap and do this. So my leg, what did I do to get over that? That massive insecurity. First of all, it's baby steps. So first of all, I started doing things like, 
uploading photos to Instagram, maybe where I was wearing a leg support or showing showing a bit of leg support. And that gave me a little bit more confidence. It was scary. I thought I was get judged. My mind was like, Mo, you're going to get judged for this. People are going to hate you. But then it turned out that no one really gave a shit and people were actually quite welcoming and warming towards it. That gave me a little bit of confidence. And again, I pushed it a little bit further. I pushed the boat out once again. I swam a little bit further away from shore into this ocean that is fear and got a little bit more scared pushed it a bit further and did something else. So maybe I maybe I wore shorts in the gym, started to wear shorts in the gym, which I wouldn't have been able to do without taking that first step of uploading the picture to Instagram. But because I did that, because I gained a bit of confidence, I then started to wear shorts in the gym. And I realized it really wasn't that bad. Yeah, first time I felt uncomfortable, first time I felt really scared, I felt really, really judged. And, uh, and then gradually, it's all about, I just accumulated these, put myself in these situations where I, where I thought I'd be judged, where I'd have this perceived judgment, and then just pushed it further and further and further and further. And the further you push it, the further you're going to get along this scale of not giving a shit and overcoming this fear. There is no end point. It is a continuous thing. You don't get to the end. You're like, oh yeah, I'm, uh, I've completely conquered it now. It is a, it's something that needs to be trained. It's something that you need to do regularly, which brings me on to something else that I want to speak about. Uh, and let me write this down. I'm going to forget it. And that is use it or lose it. I'm going to speak about that in a bit. Use it or lose it. So yeah, fear. So I did that. And then it got to a point where I was like, fuck it. You know what? Let, let's really, really approach this head on and get over the fucking fear of judgment and this, this stress. What is the worst thing that could possibly happen? What is the thing that I'm, that I'm the most scared of, the most insecure about when it comes to my leg? And that is someone seeing me in a full fucking leg support. Imagine that. So I've gone from, gone from maybe... Putting a picture of my legs on Instagram to going to the gym wearing shorts, and then now maybe I'm gonna like show my get changed in front of my partner or get changed in front of my friends or walk around the house in boxes, and I'm slowly easing into it, getting outside of my comfort zone at every single step. Yes, it's not easy, it's not scary. If your heart rate isn't getting elevated, if you're not getting a bit of a sweat on, then you're not working hard enough. It should be scary, it should be difficult, but you're conditioning yourself to get used to this fear and learn to live with it. So the next step then, I was like, the worst thing that could happen, what is the thing that I'm most scared about? And that is people judging me and people judging me for being different and looking at this leg support and being like, oh, what the fuck are you wearing? So what I did was stripped off into nothing but a pair of Speedos and uh, went out in public, walked to the gym in a pair of Speedos down a busy high street wearing shoes, a leg support and underwear. Not even underwear, Speedos, like 1970s fucking swimming Speedos. And cars were beeping, people were like hollering because obviously that's not normal to see a guy walking basically naked to the gym outside with a leg support on his thigh. And I did it, I did it a couple of times, did it probably like three or four times, it's kind of funny. And by the the first time was horrendous, I felt sick, I was so anxious, I was nervous. But the more I did it, I soon realised that the less I cared, the less I gave a shit, the less scary it was. And something also happened where the less scary it was, the more enjoyable it became. So the fe the feeling of fear went from being something you're scared of, being being this horrible negative emotion that's really difficult to uh, difficult to face, to something that's really quite positive and really good and makes you feel good because you have overcome this massive obstacle in your mind. You had this huge hurdle, this huge wall, this thing that you thought that petrified you, that you thought you'd never be able to get over. But because you faced your fear, because you've done it multiple times and you've been courageous and you've gotten comfortable, you've begun to get used to it. You've begun to, you've got used to this feeling and it is incredibly rewarding. Your brain rewards you because you're like, yeah, I've done it. I've overcome this. I've achieved this. It's, the same. it's a problem that has been solved, the same as anything. 
same as don't know completing a video game same as finally hooking up with the with the girl or the guy that you fancy it's 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 rewarding and it makes you feel good and from then on i was like fuck like i'm gonna have to live my life getting scared because it feels so good when you do things and you get over them and the, ultimately the purpose of life is to grow Obviously, I have many purposes purposes of life, but one of them, I believe, is to grow. If you're not growing, you're stagnating. It's why I'm not necessarily judgmental, but it's why I'm like, I put my hands up in the air. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing to people that are incredibly, incredibly overweight? All these people that, it's not the fact that they're overweight. It's not the fact that they're fat. It's like, you do you, you do, you do what you want to do, but you've been blessed with a body that works and you're choosing to ruin it. You're choosing not to optimize what you have. You're choosing not to utilize what you have and improve yourself and become better physically because you're too lazy or you might have issues that need to be resolved in your head whatever it is i don't really give a fuck about triggering people but you're over time you're fat you're fucking lazy that's literally it boohoo cry me a river complain to apple about me anyhow so yeah um i come to i came to this conclusion that if you do things that scare you you get outside if you get outside your comfort zone and do things that scare you you're gonna you're gonna improve and you're gonna grow as a person and going back to the example of overweight um, I don't want to, I don't give a shit about upsetting people, but I don't want people to think that like, like I'm, I, I'm against you if you're fucking fat or overweight, like don't, don't, don't be judgmental of it. That's what I'm saying. Like don't, if you're not overweight, if you're someone like me, I, I don't judge it. I don't think that you're, I don't look at you and judge you, even though you judge yourself and you probably think that I judge you and it's going to seem like any, any joke that I say towards you, anything that could be perceived as negative, you're going to take as negative because you judge yourself. So therefore you think that everything I say is malicious. And as a result, I'm judging you like the thing we talked about at the start, but just realize that there is, there is a problem and it's rather than ignoring it, you need to solve it. It probably stems from something mental. You might be dealing with stress and anxiety through food, whatever it is, you need to solve it. So going back to the main point, going off on a tangent, talking about, let me get a drink. Talking about uh, overcoming fear and doing things that scare you. And I soon realized that doing the things that scare you, the things that scare you, the things that make you the most worried, the most nervous are in turn the most rewarding. They feel the best. They give you this natural high, this natural buzz, this fucking euphoria that no drug could ever give you. It feels wonderful. And for people that live their life in fear and live their life in scarcity and never face that, it's like, I feel sorry for you, man. You should never go to your grave not having addressed your insecurities and addressing your fears. It's like skydiving. I always talk about it, skydiving. First one I did was horrible, thought I was gonna die, thought I was gonna pass out, felt sick. I literally, like, I thought I was dead. It was horrendous, mate. It was fucking horrendous. Second one I did was horrendous. It was terrible. Third one I did wasn't quite so bad. And what I'm trying to say is the more you do, the less scary it gets, the more you get used to that feeling, the more you get used to that feeling of fear, the better you get at it and the more rewarding you feel. The fear is transferred into enjoyment, the fear subsides and the enjoyment grows. It's like an inverse relationship. The fear is directly turned into enjoyment, into fulfillment, into satisfaction because you were scared of it. And the scarier something was, the more you were scared of it and the more you do it and the better you get at it, the less you're going to fear it, the the more enjoyable it is going to be. And it goes, goes, to, goes over to everything, goes over to lots of things. It's just about addressing your fear head on. And that is how you overcome it. So if you're worried about public speaking, 
do public speaking. I was so scared of public speaking. I used to hate it. I literally used to feel like I was going to piss my pants. I used to go bright red. I used to shake. I used to fucking, used to be my worst nightmare. I've been reading a book recently called this in front of me. Uh, the Quick and Easy Way to Effective Speaking by Dale Carnegie, the same guy that, Carnegie, the same guy that does uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's a cool book, very good book. Got some cool stuff in there. And he basically does classes on public speaking on seminars and other things, or he did. I don't know if he's dead because it's quite a long time ago. And he was saying that I think it's about 80 to 90% of people are scared of public speaking. You're not alone. It's not this thing that comes naturally to people. Naturally, we want to be accepted. We don't want to be judged. So we are scared of doing things that separate us from others, that put us out there. But the thing that separates the that separates the guys that are killing it and you, the person that is scared and the person that is insecure and the person that is worried about the judgment, the thing that separates them is they, the only, the, literally the only thing is they have addressed these fears. They have faced them head on and they have pushed the boat out. They have kept on swimming a little bit further out into this ocean of fear and they have let themselves get scared. It's just about courageous, being courageous, having courage. How badly do they want it? So, that is uh, overcoming fear, how I, how I did it, how I do it, how I recommend you do it. Take whatever you're insecure about, think about the worst possible situation and put yourself in that situation. Use it or lose it. You have to keep doing this. You have to keep getting yourself scared on a regular basis. You'll be lulled into a false sense of security that once you get somewhere, you can just sit back and reap the rewards. That is not true. That is the same. That is not true for anything in life. And it's, it's, it's the same thing for things with your mindset. I had a bit of a stutter there. Same thing for anything for your mindset. So anything to do with your mindset in terms of acquired traits, things that you have learned, you can de-learn them. You can always de-learn them. And especially with stuff to do with confidence and being more changing your perception and changing the way you interact with the world and speak to people if you don't use it you will lose it so you have to keep putting yourself in these fearful situations and once you've overcome one thing once you've maybe got over a fear of public speaking don't stop there there is no end point keep growing keep growing because if you're not growing if you're not improving you are stagnating and you are dying so let me tell you about, I went to uni, uh, went to university, learned all these things, became really very outgoing, quite confident. I was very, I got better at public speaking. I uh, better at speaking to women, better at doing all these things, more confident myself. And I saw these massive, profound improvements in my life. Everything I, I made, made better friends, had more influence over people. People would listen to me more. I'd be able to tell better stories, blah, 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 blah. My social skills had greatly improved in every single aspect. So I went to uni, did that, started practicing all these things, getting scared, doing this dumb, crazy shit where I'd make people judge me. Like I'd literally do stuff and be like, what could I do that would make everyone right now look at me and think, oh my God, this guy is an obnoxious bellend. What could I do to deliberately make people judge me and think I'm a prick? And quite often, if you don't know me, if you see some of my content, or even especially the older stuff, you might think, what is this guy doing? What a wanker. You'll judge me because you're, you would judge yourself for doing the same thing and that's why you don't do it. But what you fail to realize is that I want you to judge me. That's what I'm doing because it stops me from having that fear of judgment and makes me step outside of my comfort zone and get unscared. So I was in uni, I learned all these things, started practicing all these things, and then I moved home. Finished university, went traveling, broke up my girlfriend at the time, went home, moved back to my original place around the original people I was with, with my parents, and uh, stopped practicing all these things. I, I wasn't really spending time with friends, so I wasn't doing all this crazy stuff, I wasn't really making YouTube videos, and I think this is one of the main things that caused me to spiral downwards into depression, and uh, people started treating me the same as well. Like, you, you move out, you become this person where 
like post uni depression is a thing. Like if, if you move back home, you become this person, you become more like the person that you want to be. It's almost like a fresh start. You meet all these new people, you grow yourself, you grow this personality, you're, you're free from the, the chains that people that people inflict on you so basically if you people from your past life they've always known you to be a certain way they have this, this certain vision of you they, they expect you to do certain things they expect you to have certain behaviors to be a certain type of person and those people will treat you as such they will mold you into what they think you should be like based upon your yourself and their perception of you so if you move away if you become a better person and then you move back they're going to put this old mold on you and basically de-evolve you back to where you came from. So I think it can be what is why it's so toxic moving back to an old place or moving back to somewhere where the people you're surrounded with aren't necessarily a great influence on you. So I moved back home, moved back in, and that started to happen. People started to treat me the same, and I stopped doing all these things that I used to do, all these crazy stuff, all these things that makes me get judged, like all these all these rituals and things that I practice, these stupid things that I do, I stopped doing them. And then I started to slowly, I didn't even realize, slowly slip back into these old habits, into these the, this avoiding fear, avoiding anxiety, avoiding stress, avoiding things that makes me feel like uncomfortable or avoiding stepping outside of my comfort zone. I started to get comfortable. I started to get complacent and stop doing that. And gradually without realizing, I started to become more very, very scared about the judgment judgments of others. I started to slip back into old habits, into old routines, into not being a good public speaker, into not being very confident, into not being the outgoing. And that was fucking crushing. That destroyed me. And I haven't, haven't been able to put a, put like a, Put, like work out what, what it was that made me so depressed and unhappy and miserable until very recently. And I think that was one of the main things. People treating me how I used to be treated, which caused this de-evolution. And the high, you go from this really high, abundant, like great mindset living in abundance to being pushed back down into scarcity, to be to being de-evolved, being push back down to this thing that you don't like and you go from this very high feelings of happiness of like high vibrational energy to back down to this low state and whatever high you experienced on the way up onto where, on the on the way getting there this like freedom and sense of like fulfillment and happiness you're going to experience the exact opposite if you stop practicing it and if you if you let yourself de-evolve and slide back into old habits and old routines so that's all I'm saying if you've if you've done something that's shaped you into a, a, a certain thing or caused you to be a certain type of person keep it up Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, because it's going to be shit when you when you go back, go back to the way you used to be. Because yeah, it feels like you're 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 stepping backwards. And I like I'm on the path now again. I've I've I've, I've overcome that. I've got over it. I've kind of seen it. I've broke down the problem. And uh, now we are we are doing good, as you can probably tell from my content and the fact I'm doing podcasts and hit speaking to you right now. So gaining confidence is done that way. Um, stepping outside your comfort zone that is. That is very, very important. And then not giving a fuck, you know, just making people judge you. Actually physically do put yourself in situations where you know that people are going to judge you rather than, okay, you start with doing situations or doing things where you think people might judge you or you just you just think oh, maybe maybe they will, maybe they won't. This next evolution of confidence or this next, next stage of not giving a fuck is by putting yourself in situations that make people judge you. And by doing that, by doing that, you're going to learn to give less of a fuck about the opinions of others because a lot of our fear, a lot of our stress, a lot of our anxiety comes from our thinking brain our mind taking 
taking our thoughts or taking our past experiences and effectively projecting our worries and stresses, projecting the past or what we think might happen onto the future. So we're worried about something happening. We're worried about a feeling in the future that hasn't yet happened. And we, we, we make it out to be this really, really bad thing out in our head. We make it out to be like the worst thing in the world. But what you fail to realize is that when you when that actually happens, when you experience that judgment, when you get there, it really, really isn't that bad. You've got to think about the, the what's the book? The Power of Now. The Power of Now goes on about it a lot. Um, there's a book called Letting Go as well. There's also a book called Stillness is the Key that talks about it by Ron Holiday. The Power of Now is the main one. Basically, your, your consciousness, your true self, ultimate happiness, being enlightened, being fulfilled, being clear and being present to the moment, that is from that is from your true self, that is from your consciousness. And then we have this thing called the thinking brain or the mind that puts all these thoughts into our head and it makes it's to, it, 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 what's the word, it fabricates our ego, it formulates our ego, it makes us scared, it makes us stressed, it makes us anxious. And it's in those, and that's going to basically tell us not to do these things. It's going to tell us this is stupid, it's going to tell us that Mo doesn't know what he's talking about, it's going to tell us that Mo's lost the plot, talking about consciousness and enlightenment and brains, what's he going to talk about next? Meditation, fuck who does that? And, uh, but you've, you've, you've got a real, that is, that is what what puts that is what makes you judge other people that is what makes you judge yourself that is what clouds your judgment and stops you from getting to where you want to be and tells you not to do these things not to approach fear not to step outside your comfort zone because it is scary because in in a sense it will it will suppress the thinking mind it will suppress this ego it will suppress all these feelings and un, and unclown this judgment and take the power away from from the mind if you imagine the consciousness your consciousness your true self and your mind as two different things so we want to be we want to be more conscious we want to be more present we want to be more confident we want to be have more clarity on things and that is all going to come down to facing his fear head on approaching it tackling it and absolutely smashing it another thing is the realization that you will die um, at the end of my life, I don't want to look back on my fucking deathbed. You've got to be, you've got to be aware of your own mortality. We, we are all gonna die. We are all gonna be fucking dead in a, in not a, not a lot of time. Some sooner than others. I could step outside into the road, get run over. I could get diagnosed with brain cancer tomorrow. We could die at any time. And it's very in this society that we live in. It's not very. It's not thought about. We live in this state of denial. We think we're gonna live forever. We we shy away from death. We do things consciously or subconsciously where we're where we're we're not thinking about death. We shy away from this fear and we live in this live in this state of scarcity because we think that. We, we don't, we, well, ultimately we don't want to die, you know? So we just ignore it and out of sight is out of mind. And for me, I don't want to be on my deathbed. The, the one, the thing that scares me far more than dying is regret, is being on my deathbed, looking back at my life, about to die, about to die and being like, what the fuck have I done? Like, why didn't I do those things? I didn't do this because I was too scared to. I never approached that girl because... I was too scared what could have happened. And you're on your deathbed and you have all of these regrets. Why are you afraid of dying? Obviously, it's biologically ingrained into us to not want to die, to to fear death because we that's the purpose of us being alive is to live as long as possible. But really, why, why, are, you, why are you scared of dying? It's because you want to experience everything that you want to experience. Do you think that if you experienced everything in this world, if you did all the things that you wanted to do, if you did absolutely everything there is to do, every experienced every single thing, had every type of interaction with people, saw everything that the world had to offer, would you fear death? Would If you've done everything, if you've achieved everything you wanted to achieve, would you be so scared of death? Or is it because, are you scared of death because 
you haven't achieved these things and you're worried about dying before you've achieved these things, before you've done all these things, before you've ever have had these experiences, but you're never going to have these experiences or never going to do all the things that you want to do if you live your life in this scarcity, scared of death, because it's not going to happen and you're not going to do them. You're not going to take risks. You're not going to do these things. And it's a paradox because then you get to the end of your life having feared death your entire life. And the only reason you fear death is because you fear death for your whole life as well. And then you haven't done the done the things you want to do and experienced the things that you want to do. So it's having this realization that for me, it's having this, this sense of mortality, knowing that you're going to die. People, I used to absolutely cane a motorbike around like fucking like an idiot absolute idiot I, I, I will do it again it probably it might kill me who knows it might not and i'm not saying do that it's obviously very stupid it's selfish if you crash into someone i was safe about it in that respect like the only person that's going to suffer would be me i've got family and stuff as well so it's there's risk versus reward you know you've got to be con con considerate but i i had to go on a I, I got stopped by police and i had to go on a special course where they basically sat you down and they speak to you and they're like do you know that if you drive fast on a motorbike, you can die. And there's a class of like 20 people and everyone's like, oh, oh, no. And then and then they show you some pictures and it's like, well, they show this video and it's like this story and it's like, I was driving, driving my car and this biker overtook me and he went head on into another car and he died. And everyone in the everyone in the group at this police, police meeting is like, oh, no, no. And then they're like, you don't want to die, do you? And everyone's like, no, I don't want to die. Then the guys at the front's like, you're going to fucking die if you keep driving like that. And it's not like preachy, but they're basically saying that, just trying to show you that if you keep doing what you're doing, you are going to die. But And then I'm just sat there like, what the fuck is the point of this? What is the point of this? I don't do these things living in denial. I don't do all this crazy shit because I think, oh, I'm going to be fine. Yes, I know I could die. Yes, I know there is a chance of dying. But for me, the doing those things, doing the crazy stuff, jumping out of planes, riding motorbikes, all these peak experiences, living in the moment, doing these mental things, not doing those, you know, I'd probably rather... Doing those things is life. Doing those things is the experiences that I want to do. Doing those things are the things that I want to do in my life that I'm going to look back on my life when I'm old and decrepit and gray and be like, yeah, I've experienced that. I've done that. And I'm glad I've done that. And if I died in the process of doing it, for me, it'd be fucking worth it. It would be worth it because I would rather die trying to experience these things than live with regret. And it goes back to this, goes full circle, it goes back to this thing of gaining confidence. It goes back to this thing of getting scared, stepping outside of your comfort zone because at the end of the day, you're going to die, your life is going to be over, you're going to look back at your life and you're going to have done fuck all if you're too scared to step outside your comfort zone and do these things that scare you. And that regret is going to be the worst thing in the world. That regret is going to be hell. That regret is my biggest fear and one of the things that I'm most scared about. You've got to think about the bigger picture. Don't live in a state of denial. Really break it down and look at it. Look at the bigger point of view. Too many people live inside their own heads. They don't think about the bigger picture or the future or how they want to feel they think about the, they think about the moment now as in oh this is scary let's not do it when in reality if you face your fear if you do it you're going to get over it and if you look at the bigger picture it's going to benefit your life massively and it goes down to approaching people as well like approaching women a lot of you guys a lot of you guys are guys listening to this approaching the opposite sex whatever it is if you're a girl it doesn't mean you can't approach an attractive guy obviously we live in a society where girls are less inclined to do it due to various biological factors as well lacking testosterone blah 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 um so, so but approaching people it comes down to confidence 
girls love confidence. People love confidence. It's they love this characteristic of leadership. You know, confidence in a man is linked to high testosterone. It's linked to being able to being having good genetics. It's linked to being able to fight off an attacker if you're if you've got a got got a got a girlfriend or a wife protecting your offspring. It's linked. It's an attractive trait. It's a very attractive trait, and you will be complimented on it. People like confidence. People like certainty. They like people who know what they want, and it is worth doing because it is going to again. It increases your social social circle, and it, it will benefit your life and benefit your game. Just being confident and telling people what you want. So approaching approaching people, it's very important to do. Again, if you're scared of approaching people, if you're scared of I don't know chatting to girls, getting getting their numbers, whatever it is, practice it. Do it. Like speak to someone in the line for coffee, or maybe speak to the the attractive girl at the checkout. Just increase it. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Step outside the comfort zone. Do these things and gradually get better at it. Like I love. I'll always have a conversation with the with the with the girl or the guy at the checkout. Like on the on the till, especially if it's an attractive girl. Like, I always have a have a good conversation with them. I have no intention for this interaction. Like I don't want to get their like most of the time I won't want to get their number. I don't want anything like that. But I'll just speak to them because it's it's practicing. Practicing doing things that make you scared and put, your, put yourself outside of this comfort zone. So it's, it's the whole lose it, use it, or use it or lose it mentality. You know, like sure, I'm, I'm not. I'm, it doesn't scare me speaking to some random person, but it would have back in the day. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna be outgoing. I'm gonna push the bar. I'm gonna speak to people. I'm gonna chat to people and do things and actually have a have a genuine interest in other people and what they do. It's like uh, I've been using Tinder a bit recently as well. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I've been using Tinder a bit. And one, it is a massive time trap. But I just think it's interesting. I think it's interesting just to speak to people in completely different walks of life that you wouldn't normally speak to. And I've had very good success on it recently. Tinder Live absolutely smashed. I've met some sick people on it, some really, really nice girls. And I'll probably meet up with quite a few of them after this is over. But the reason that I have such a such a decent connection, I have such good conversation with them is that I don't go into the situation expecting something. I don't go into it. I don't. I go into it with a sense of confidence. I go into it with with a sense of clarity. But I don't go into the situation. I don't go into, into a chat with yes. I'm only speaking to this person because I want to fuck them. Or yes, I'm only speaking to this person because I want to date them. I go into situations and I approach people with a genuine interest for them as a person. You know, I want to. I'm curious about what they are, what, what they do. I'm curious about who they are. And like, I have this genuine interest of meeting new people, experiencing this thing like chatting chatting to someone new be it out out in a club whatever it is and I do it because I'm because like I'm interested in it I don't do it because I have some underlying intentional ulterior ulterior motive um I just I just do it it's because I enjoy it and again it makes you grow as a person do things that used to scare you push the boat out use it or lose it so I talked about it a lot as well but try new things try new things try things that scare you do do things that make you feel that feel that uncomfortable because nothing grows inside of your comfort zone. It is a saying and it's a true saying. You have to do things that scare you. Nothing grows outside. No, nothing grows inside of your comfort zone. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm not even going to cut that out because I'm not going to cut this podcast. I'm becoming a one-take podcast master. Shit. And yeah, um, before we wrap it up, before we finish though, public speaking again, I've talked about this a lot. I've actually got some speaking gigs lined up at the end of the year, which I'm super scared, super excited about as well because I really, really want to do it. But it's one of those things where you, you start doing it, you do it. It's absolutely petrifying. You're really scared of it. You shy away from it. You don't do it unless you have to do it, but then you have to do it 
it and you do it a few times and it starts to get more enjoyable. It starts to get better. You start to get less scared. You start to worry less about the judgment of other people and uh, it becomes this like really, really good, enjoyable, fun thing that you strive towards. And this mentality, this mindset of facing fear and this mindset of overcoming fear and running towards fear rather than running away from it, this mindset or applying that to one thing, be it your insecurities, maybe it's something to do with your, like me and my leg, applying that that mindset to one thing, that mentality to one thing, it will leach off into other aspects of your life and benefit you. It will leak out into other things and whatever, you'll become more confident, more outgoing and more charismatic as a person when you start to approach these insecurities head on and smash them. And you can start with one thing, you start with something small, whatever it is, but then you just keep practicing it, keep pushing it, keep leveraging it and you'll soon realize that and you'll soon see with practice that it will creep, it will leach out into other aspects of your life, into all aspects of your life, and your whole psyche will change. You'll become a better, more confident, more outgoing person with more influence that has better social interactions and ultimately has a better, more fulfilling life. So that was my freestyle take on the confidence, gaining confidence, being, uh, being learning not to give a fuck, and uh, yeah, cheers for the suggestion on that one. Hope you thoroughly enjoyed it as much as I did. I had a sick one. And as always, guys, keep killing it. Absolutely smash your day and do something that scares you. You should be trying to do something that scares you every single day. What are you going to do today? What is going to be the thing that scares you? Have a think about it and realize that the only way you're going to grow, the only way you're going to improve is by doing these things that scare you and making yourself get in these scary uncomfortable situations.